Ready to feel confident about your body? In love with fitness and health? And empowered to hit the gym? Do you need a level up? And do you need to surround yourself with a group of women with the same very goal? Imagine the life you could build if you had someone in your corner helping you in and out of the gym. Sis, you can have this. I am looking for some women to join the Growth Collective, a group program where you receive a personalized fitness program, weekly nutritional e-guides, monthly private and group calls, and access to the most expansive and empowering group chat. Applications are open right now. You can book in your one-on-one call with me for free via the link in the description. Let's talk about you, your fitness, your goals, and where you can go from here. I cannot wait to chat to you, sis. Enjoy the episode. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome back to another episode of that. Jim Girl Podcast. It is your hostess with the fucking mostest, Angel Wallace Miles. Hi, how are you? <laughs> what is doing? I'm so excited that you are here. I'm so excited that you are joining us for today's episode. It is seriously going to be a hoot. We are chatting all things body image, self-confidence, taking up space in the gym. We even chat about wearing a sports bar in the gym, feeling like you're not good enough in the gym. It is really such a powerful episode. I am joined by Zoe. She is a PT. She is a coach. She is just a fucking boss when it comes to feeling empowered, feeling confident. She's really been on her own journey of understanding how the gym can help her with her physique, but also coming to the conclusion that she doesn't do it just for the aesthetics anymore. She actually does it for how she feels, for how strong she is, for, you know, sports that she does like pole dancing, which is just so fucking cool. And I think that you guys are going to get so much out of this episode. If you like Zoe, please know all of her details will be popped in the description down below. Also, I've been loving doing these listener questions or I guess topics from listeners. So if you have any questions or if you have something you want to be discussed on the podcast, I've popped a little form down below for you girlies to pop in your requests. I will be taking on as many as I can. Um, I hope you guys are well. A little life update from me very, very quickly. I did my dissertation presentation. So that's a bit of a mouthful to say. Basically, if you're new here, hi, I do a Bachelor of Pharmacy with Honours. I just handed in this big old chunk of work that I've been writing for the last two years. And I basically did a big presentation on it yesterday. It went okay. I had an assessor who asked me a pretty difficult question, to be honest with you. And I felt a little bit stumped, but my peers told me that I handled the question well. But you know, when you just kind of have something happen in the moment and you feel a bit startled. Um, I think that's what happened. But apparently I handled it well. I kind of blacked out during my presentation. It's like the words were just coming out, but I wasn't even there. It was so bizarre. I think it might have just been nerves or, I mean, the speech was 20 minutes. So I kind of was just chatting shit, I felt. (laughs) But it was so good to get it done with. I've only got one more exam because I was sick a few weeks ago. So I've got one more exam next week. It's like 30% of 
the grade for one of my courses. So other than that, I'm officially done, which is so exciting. I've got my graduation next month. You girls will see all the photos of me in my gown and my little hat. So fucking cool. But it just means I have so much time for my clients and the podcast. So if you are looking for a fitness coach or you're looking for a community to get a part of, please join the Facebook group, That Gym Girl Facebook community. It's in our description. I am posting so much in there. And if you're ready to jump on board for you know, an actual coach, feel free to hit up my DMs or you know, look at the links down below. Um, but in the meantime, I actually want to let you know, I am going to do a little cheeky, I want to say it's called a challenge, but not really. I guess it's kind of a way to help you girls say stay sustainable with your fitness through December. So I will be opening a little mini challenge in the Facebook group in December. So get your bums in there. You'll get a free strength guide. You'll get a free meal plan. You'll get all the accountability and everything. I think I'll do it for like 12 days or so. So jump in the Facebook community. That's going to be starting on December. We can all do that together. And in the meantime, I hope you enjoy the fucking episode. It is such a goodie. And honestly, you guys are going to love it. Okay. Bye. Welcome back to another episode of That Gym Girl Podcast. Oh my goodness, guys. I am joined with the most incredible, empowered, confident human being I've ever met. Basically, I met this beautiful lady at an expo in Sydney where it was all things health, wellness, female empowerment. And she comes up to me. We're having a little bit of a chit chat and it's none other than Zoe. Zoe, how in the world do I pronounce your last name? I was going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go. Scanavis, Scanavis close that's how everyone pronounces it it's Scanavis. Scanavis. fuck I knew before the episode went live I was like oh I should have asked her and then I just started rambling but that's okay that's okay Zoe how are you I'm good queen how are you I'm good I'm very very good as we were chatting off air before it's been a week it's been a wild mm-hmm. ride if you girls who are studying know that most of us in Australia if not around the world are in some sort of exam period and you know sometimes she gets the best of us but that's okay we we survive sometimes we don't thrive but we still survive and look i am excited to jump into today's episode because we are talking all things confidence confidence in yourself in your body in your ability at the gym just kind of all of all of the above the answer is c all of the above and so I really would love to start off. Firstly, you know, the the listeners would have had a bit of an idea. You know, they know who you are according to the textbook. But who are you? Like, pop into your own words. Who are you and what do you do? So, as you all know, I'm a PT. I, I love all things health and wellness. And I know that sounds a bit typical, but I truly do. Like, when people ask me what I do for fun... That's genuinely what I do for fun. I'm a pole dancer, so I love going pole dancing. I love training in the gym. I love doing ice baths. Haven't done them in a little while, but need to hop back into that. It's getting hot, so it's good. Um, I love reading as well. I'm a little romance girly. <laughs> it's just so fun to read. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, honestly, recently a lot of my time has been filled with work, but I actually love that. I love my job and I love helping people with their Uh, health and fitness journey and being a support in that because it's really important in my life so I love that I can help others prioritize it in their lives too yes I love that so you're a personal trainer in in a gym floor full-time yes full-time I am oh my gosh how has that been you know how was it starting out as a personal trainer in a gym Yeah, so look it was actually quite daunting I went to uni I studied a sport and exercise science degree but I didn't hop into PT straight out out of uni. I did some other jobs. I just wanted to kind of gain some experience. And then I started PTing about five months ago now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So still quite fresh, but it has been the best thing I've ever done. Uh, I'm sure you can relate. When you're starting, you kind of question yourself, like what makes me, you know, think I can do this and help Mm -hmm. someone with that? Uh, But you know, moving through all of that, I did it. And I'm so proud of myself for making the move because yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. I think it's almost like a huge integrity piece as well. You know, when you're having that narrative of, am I good enough to do this? You know, should I even be coaching people or whatever the the story is you're telling yourself, it almost comes down to the fact of, well, what does your lifestyle actually look like? Are you a healthy, fit human being who loves and thrives off of this? And if you are like, 
those self-doubt thoughts will just be washed away by the fact that you you are who you are and you practice what you what you preach so I fucking love that now look we are gonna dive straight into some listener questions because the girlies have come out and they want to know a whole bunch of ish from you because I feel like there is so many common experiences that gym girls go through yet we don't speak about it so the first one is really really interesting it basically it says angel i'm scared of wearing a sports bra in the gym i always go in a baggy tee or you know something that's really big and bulky and i really want to push the waters of wearing a sports bra how do i do this do you have an experience around that or even not so experienced but maybe clients who've been nervous around wearing a sports bra in the gym or, you know, any insight you have on that? Yeah. So I just want to say so valid. A lot of people experience it and you aren't alone. Um, Personally, I used to be a gymnast. So I've grown up wearing very little while working out. Um, So it's always been my norm. But once I was a PT, I actually realized how common it was and I got to help my clients through that so um look I also want to say you don't have to wear a sports bra if you feel like you need to like you don't need to if you want to incredible but it's not necessary I don't go wearing sports bras all the time I'm just not feeling it some days but if you want to that should be the reason why you want to mm. you know I think everyone in the gym is there for themselves. You know, you're thinking about yourself in this situation right now and how maybe nervous you are in wearing a sports bra. Pretty much everyone else is feeling the same. You know, everyone's thinking about themselves in that moment. What do I look like? Is my form okay? Am I doing this good? That they're not even looking at you over doing whatever you're doing. Um, That's probably my biggest thing. Do you have something to add on that? Yeah, yeah. So I think firstly, find a sports bra you actually feel confident or not even confident necessarily Mm -hmm. the first step, but comfortable in. You know, I I want these girls to not have to feel pressured to wear X piece of clothing. You know, if you don't feel confident in a crop shop boutique, little tiny sports bra that's showing your, your tits, like you don't have to. You can wear the sports bra that is covering everything and it doesn't have to have any cleavage. Like I think there's this expectation that if you wear a sports bra, it has to be like this super showy thing and it really doesn't like you can wear something that's quite covering um but I guess I really want to touch on that point of you don't need to you really really don't need to if you're not ready please don't push yourself to to do that I would rather you wear the baggy tee and feel comfortable in the gym and feel confident doing that than push yourself too quickly too fast I think that the body image journey is a really interesting one because it is that balance between being comfortable but also sometimes testing the waters and sometimes pushing your comfortability and being like oh am I ready for this am I gonna be okay da, 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 da. so when I started wearing a sports bra in the gym it was a covering one I felt quite you know comfortable in it I'd worn it around the house a few times um, and then I started wearing it in a gym that I felt safe in so it was in a space it wasn't a big gym it was just a small um, private gym and look I felt a bit sick at the start I felt a bit you know conscious like not even a bit conscious actually I felt extraordinarily conscious you know all the the narrative comes into your mind of are people looking at me are people looking at this part of my body that I think is you know negative or whatever and I guess there's two parts of it there's the it does get better you do get more confident over time so just continuously doing that little bit extra wearing the sports bar every other day Uh, and then on the flip side I had a mantra that I said to myself and it would be like nobody gives a fuck about you no one gives a shit about you no one gives a fuck I would just consciously say this again and again Mm -hmm. and again especially when I was recording myself in the gym I would say to myself angel no one gives a shit about you and as much as it's like demoralizing to think no one gives a shit about you it's honestly the truth because we are selfish human fucking beings yep exactly right we are I was filming myself in the gym yesterday and I was like oh my god I'm nervous you're nervous every time it doesn't get better for me to be honest yeah there's always new people around um and I was thinking no one actually gives a fuck like it's all good just do it move on it's fine and I did it and I was fine no one said anything if I got a weird look cool but I'm still survived what are they gonna do are they gonna come up to you and be like girl like sorry can you please take your sports bra off like or can you please put your camera away like no obviously like we're not how I'm on I'm like we're not out here filming other people um but but like nobody's gonna come up and be like can you stop filming yourself and nobody else in the background like can you stop doing that 
Um, <laughs> people aren't going to do that. And so it's, it's getting through that boundary whenever those, I call them the illogical thoughts. So when that narrative comes up and you get all the illogical thoughts, like, you know, that person staring at me over on the other side of the gym and you like pick them and you're like, you've decided they're staring at you or, you know, that person just gave me a snide look. I bet it's about this. Take the step back. Whoa, go bird's eye view and actually say to yourself, like, what would the most logical, rational version of myself say? They would say, oh, that girl just looked to the side and I was in her peripheries or that guy just looked up and he looked at me and then looked down. I was just in his eye line. Like you get to choose the most rational thoughts to the most part. Obviously not all of us have that control as of yet, but you could, that's a muscle. You can work on that muscle. You can work on those thoughts and that mindfulness. Are you into your mm-hmm. meditation or mindfulness or anything like that? Yeah. So look, I need to get back into it, but I'm a big I'm a big believer in taking time to be mindful, a bit of a spiritual girly as well. Um, but yeah, mindfulness is so important. Getting power over your mind changes the game. Yeah, it's so interesting. I know that meditation and mindfulness has become a bit of a trend, which I'm not I'm not mad mm. about. Like I do like, you know, if it's a positive trend. But it was so yeah. interesting when I was in grade eight, so we're talking a good few years now I was in a sports program and they would make us do mindfulness in the sports programs this is like five years ago before I love that yeah so my English teacher I remember because she we were all in like our group so the sport group would always take English maths etc together and so we'd sit in class and she would get us to put our hands on our on our thighs you can do this if you're listening put your hands on your thighs and then you'd focus on the breath in through the nose and out through the nose and you'd you'd really focus on that middle breath so where that that the air really just touches the nose and you'd really send to yourself to focus on that and what that does is that trains your brain as you know most mindfulness or meditation does it trains your brain to focus on controlling that one thought because your mind is racing with all different types of bs running through your mind it helps you center obviously not an expert i'm just talking out of my ass because i've had experience with it so please don't take that for gospel (laughs) there's obviously people who do like qualifications and stuff but from my experience when i'm in a really stressed state especially at the gym especially with these talks about body image and things like that, I try to ground myself and no, you don't look like an idiot because you're breathing. You don't have to close your eyes. It's fine. Yeah. Um, if you want to do it with your eyes open at the gym, but do have something that you can really send to yourself because when you're at the gym and you have that anxiety build and you have the stress and then you start sweating, especially at your armpits, and you're like, oh my God, I'm sweating. Everyone's looking at me. I'm going red. Uh, you need something to calm yourself down. So I love that. Yeah. Oh my God, this is just reminding me. I had a job last year where I coached children in gymnastics at primary schools. And yeah, it was so much fun. Um, But there was actually one day where I was just feeling really anxious that day. Um, I'd done this job so many times, but I was just feeling anxious. Anyway, I was up the front. I was taking, actually, my coworker was taking them through a warm up, but I was at the front. Everyone was looking at me, literally started to have a panic attack. Wow. So. What I did was I did breathing exercises and no one knew. I focused on breathing in four counts, holding it for five and then exhaling for seven or eight seconds. And I just kept doing that the whole warm up, and I was fine. I got to, to, to continue the class. It was all good. Like literally nothing happened and no one noticed. Wow. I was at the front. It was all good. So yeah, it doesn't matter if you're in front of everyone, you can still do that and it helps a lot. It's so interesting. And with my research, so my research was in um, how medication causes weight gain. And one of the ways to manage weight gain, one of the the areas of research was actually mindfulness and meditation, which is super interesting because it all relates to like cortisol and anxiety um, and how that, you know, impacts how you hold your weight and et cetera. So yeah, the power of breath and the mind and all of that is actually, as someone who is very science-based and I am not a spiritual galley, I try. I listen to the Rise and Conquer podcast I try my best to be a spiritual gal that is as close as I'll get to being a spiritual gal sometimes somebody asks me my star sign and I'm like yes I'm a Taurus I think that means something um but I try my best I really do I really do I'm trying to lean more into it because it makes me uncomfortable so therefore I think I need to lean more into it but uh, I completely forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah, I used to not believe in meditation and mindfulness because of that lack of spirituality but understanding mindfulness and meditation isn't spiritual it's legitimate grounded in science and just Mm -hmm. because you know some spiritual human beings or people who align with spirituality practice that doesn't mean it's wrong and doesn't mean it's not true so if you have Mm -hmm. been 
blocked or your mind has not been open to mindfulness meditation journaling I do implore you jump on the bandwagon you might feel a little bit silly at the start but it is very much worth it and it's coming from someone who was not into it very much so Mm. definitely definitely all for it now our next question is really cool I'm really excited about it because we live in Australia so sorry to the girls who I have a big listenership in the UK and US which is bizarre super random yeah more (laughs) girls listen over there than over here which is just so funny um but it's not going to stop us from talking about the fact that we are going into summer and so this next question is based around the fact basically they say Angel, I feel like my body is not ready for summer yet. What should I do? Mm, I just saw Zoe, guys. Zoe just took the deepest (laughs) breath. She was doing her own mindfulness. She was like, I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm going to just fucking full send. Please, the door is open. So I hear this so much and I hate when PTs will tap into people's fear of that. Like jump onto my summer shred, you know, get ready for summer. Like, no, your body is already ready for summer, queen. All right. If you want to better yourself, let's do that any time of the year, not just for summer. That's my first thing. I was actually, can I just say, I was really nervous about this question because I was nervous that you were going to have a different opinion to me. And then I was going to have to be like, I had this whole monologue in the car as I was driving and I was just like, fuck, what if she doesn't agree with me? Oh, it's fine. We'll have a conversation about it. But no, I'm I'm a happy gal. Okay. Continue. Okay. Perfect. Um, So yeah, it's just, Like I understand because even I look at myself and I'm like, oh, you know, I could be looking better for summer, but let's not, let's not tap into that. Okay. We can literally, we're already ready for summer, but I'm all for bettering yourself. Okay. So if you want to start working out a bit more, start tracking your food or what feels good for you, you know, making sure you're eating the right amount of macros, um, go for it but let's not focus on looking better for summer because then that negatively um it puts a negative connection towards working out and eating you know I have to do this because I'm not looking good so I need to do it so I can look good Mm. and I personally have found that when I'm training for aesthetic goals it doesn't work best for me because I don't end up getting there um so do it for how it makes you feel if you start now, you will be looking better by summer anyway. But try not to have that as like, I need to do it to fit everyone's perspective of what a summer body is. Yeah, yeah. I kind of exist in two in two points. So my first point is, yeah, the fact that I think all bodies are summer bodies. Like, God forbid you wear a bikini right now and actually feel confident in the body that you're in right now. You know, you're allowed to have that and you're you're deserving of that. You're deserving of the fact that your body is allowed to look good in whatever light that it, that she is right now so please know that your body is summer ready what does summer ready even mean that's also the question yeah. so for a lot of girls the whole summer ready part i believe comes from a bikini they want to lean up let's just call it what it is they want to lose weight or lean up so they can feel more confident in the bikini and yeah. i think that stems from a lack of confidence in their own body and so you're mm-hmm. allowed to love the body you have now but also want to change and elevate and transform like you're actually allowed to love both I love the body I'm in now I'm probably going to lose 1.5 kilos within the next two months because I feel like I want to lean up a little bit does that mean I'm punishing myself or that I hate the body I'm in now no I fucking love it she's a vibe and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to look after my food and make sure I'm eating nourishing food because that's just what I want that's just a goal that I feel like I need but I think the focus as you said, shouldn't be on the kilo amount or the body transformation. Let's focus on the process. Let's focus. Okay. I'm going to do four gym sessions a week. I'm going to do, I don't know, if you want to do a step count, fucking go for it. Or I'm going to make sure I'm having a consistent breakfast, lunch, and dinner with some snacks. And I'm going to, instead of tracking all my food, I'll track my protein or I'll track all my food, whatever works for you in the most logistical, uh, sustainable way. And I think that's really where it comes back to is, you know, the gym should never be a punishment. I hate the idea of somebody going to the gym because they hate themselves or because they hate everything they see. Like, let's really journal or go speak to a psychologist or somebody about that, because that's obviously stemming from somewhere where, you know, we don't even know ourselves. And so I think that going to the gym because you're wanting to better your body and better the health that's within you is the mindset that we should try and fucking tap into you know let's think about it of oh i want to live longer 
And obviously, like, I'm not a fucking idiot. There's going to be people listening to this going, Angel, I want to live longer too, but I also want to be a hot bitch. And I'm like, yeah, you can have both. You can literally have both. Let's have that, you know, physical performance goal, whichever it is. Let's take her, pop her into the future, detach from her, focus on the process and love our body for who she is now and understand when she changes, because that's the byproduct of you doing the process and doing the work. You can also love her then too. Yeah, exactly. Your body's always changing. It's still your body. So you just have to love love it for what it is and it's going to shift and move as you grow. Yeah, 100%. And have a program, have a process. If you genuinely do want to lean up or bulk up or whatever your summer body looks like for you, that's what you truthfully want to do. Let's focus on the process, make it sustainable and let's understand why we're doing this. You know, I I read in your... um, Zoe wrote me like a little description of who she is. I read that why is really important to you. So can we can we talk about that? You know, what does that conversation look like? What what is it to have a why? So for me, why is super important because in the past when I was training, I realized I didn't have a why. Mm. And then it was really hard for me to stick to training because I was like, well, why am I doing this? Like obviously it's great and healthy for you, but I wanted to dig deeper and really find a reason why I was doing this. So then in those moments where I'm like, oh, I can't really be bothered to go to the gym, I'd be like, no, this is why I'm doing it. Um, So I've realized for me, I need to have like specific goals in mind and I need to be working towards something. So as I mentioned before, I'm a pole dancer and I like to train in the gym specific for pole dancing as well. So I will work on, for example, my pull-ups because that makes me stronger in holding myself on the pole. Um, That's just an example, but I like to have specific things I'm working towards and that really keeps me like motivated and keeps me going Mm. and disciplined in those moments where I don't really want to be. Yeah, and that really links into our next question, which is it says basically, can I switch up my training style? I'm scared that this will ruin the body that I've built. And I actually picked this question because I thought it was really I guess it really associated with your journey, Zoe. So I know that you, you know, were training in a bodybuilder style. For those who don't know, you know, a bodybuilder style is very specific. You're working on specific muscle groups. It's very aesthetic based. Um, And then obviously there's different things like powerlifting, which is more performance based. And then you've got all your sports where you can train for a specific sport in terms of like an athletic style. So you started off with bodybuilder and it was very aesthetics based how did you switch things up and you know did it ruin the body you'd built (laughs) basically is the question that this human being is asking yeah so um definitely not Mm -hmm. change is amazing for the body I found that my body was actually starting to get a little bit complacent because I was too comfortable in doing the same thing over and over again uh so when I changed it up my body um loved the change and it was it a bit leaner because I started to do a bit more circuit cardiovascular hit training. Um, it was more fun for me. So I actually was able to stick to it and enjoy it. I'd been doing the bodybuilder split since like 2016 and we're 2023 now. So I was doing it for a long time and it just got a little bit complacent, a little bit boring. Um, so changing it up not only helps you stick to it because it's fun, it's new, you want to do it, uh, but change is also great for your body as well. Mm. So I think definitely give it a go. It's not going to ruin it at all. Yeah, I'm actually, I would love to put my part in this. So I was doing, or have been doing sprints training since July. So I grew up not believing I was a sprinter, basically. I I was not the fastest gal and I thought, you know, I'm a long distance runner. That's who I thought I was as, as a young person. And then I got more into volleyball and different types of sports. And then the bodybuilder style creeped upon it, creeped upon me. And so since July or June, I think it was one of the, one of the days, um, I started sprints training and I saw my body absolutely adapt in the best way when I tell you sis to whoever's listening to this people started complimenting on my ass so much randomly enough training just like built my hamstrings built my glutes in a way that I've never tapped into before and so I've had about the last probably the whole month of October um or maybe a little bit later so about four weeks off of training from sprints simply because I was I've been sick um and you know university and all those types of things I've noticed my mindset around it has just been so frustrated with the fact that I'm craving 
the jumpiness, the power, the, the, the tackiness of, of sprints. And so I've been doing a few little bodybuilder style workouts again, and it's realizing that, you know, that's not fun for me. You're allowed to have fun come from your sessions. And so, you know, I want to say switching up your training style, it can be a little bit nerve wracking. Like when I started training with this sprint group, I was terrified. I still get a bit nervous at the moment because they're so fast and they've been training their entire life. And look, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it because it might you might get a little bit uneasy. But the amount of fun and the amount of change in a positive way that your body and your mind goes through is just so freaking cool. I'd love your perspective on how how was it getting into pole dancing? I was just going to say this is exactly how I felt with pole dancing. So obviously I saw it online and I was like, oh my God, these girls are incredible. I need mm. to try this. So I did. Luckily, I had a friend come with me um, that made the experience a bit easier for my first time, but it was nerve wracking, especially with pole. That's a bit um, controversial to some people. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, so yeah, but I went and I absolutely fell in love with it. I was in a beginner class. So everyone was in the same boat, which was really comforting. Um, the teachers were amazing. It was such a um, healthy environment to be in for like my first time. And then, yeah, after experiencing that, I just had such a good experience. I was like, I feel good in this. Moving up a level every time is challenging though, because it's changing up, you know, the tricks harder there's people in there that have been doing this level for so long um so yeah it's definitely nerve-wracking but I am so glad I did it and it changed my body so much like you said as well like my upper body strength increased so much and I was getting so many compliments and I was like wow this is slay (laughs) yes I love that I love that how did that conversation go with family and friends because as you said you know pole dancing Mm. is controversial a little bit I think people associate it with stripping or associate it with you know like the clubs and I guess you know yeah. you're, you're just going into a room pole dancing with a bunch of other gals and then leaving is that right yeah 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 I'm not a stripper uh some girls that do pole dancing do do stripping because um you know we practice pole we're good at it if you can go earn some money slay mm-hmm. uh personally it's not for me I just do it for fun uh, but yeah, it was it was a tough conversation, not going to lie, especially with um, a lot of males in my life. Mm. Uh, a lot of females were super supportive. They're like, oh, my God, I would love to try that. Like, it looks so fun. Um, but with the males, it was a bit, um, it was hard. I was definitely judged by some people. My boyfriend is super supportive and he was like, go do whatever you want to do. Like, I'm happy. Um, so I'm really grateful for him, but other males in my life, there has been a little bit of judgment, which I've had to move through, but I have kind of just said, you know what, that's them. Mm -hmm. I don't really have to worry about that. I know that I'm not a stripper. Um, if that's the biggest thing they're worried about, not that stripping is bad, but you know, they care about me, et cetera. Um, so yeah. I know that that's not me. I'm just doing it for fun as a sport and I love it so much. Like I fucking love it. So I don't really care. You know, I've just come to realize I'm not going to talk about it in front of some other people. If they have a question, they can ask me, but I'm not going to get, there's no point wasting my breath in trying to defend myself. Yeah. I don't need to worry about that. They're going to have their own mindsets. It is what it is. Yeah. But it's been a challenge, but it's helped my confidence so much. I'm like, this is who I am. Like me or hate me, I don't care. Yes, I fucking love that. Oh, and don't even waste mm. your breath, honestly. Like, no, what a waste of energy. I don't. Like, those people probably think about you and they're like, oh my God, she's pole dancing. And you're like, I'm sorry, I forgot about you. Like, I didn't even think about you. <laughs> like, <Exactly. sorry. laughs> now, this kind of, I guess, idea of confidence and the confidence you've gained from pole and just in life in general, it kind of switches to our next question, which basically says, I feel like I'm never going to feel confident in the gym. Does it get easier? With everything in life, it gets easier. Mm -hmm. Once you have um, really learnt what to do, um, understand your way around the gym, you've kind of been in there a bit longer, with experience comes confidence. So you just have to keep pushing through, keep gaining experience, keep putting yourself in those uncomfortable environments um, and moving through them because that's how confidence builds in every aspect of life. Mm, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Go. (laughs) Oh, I was just going to say like confidence is a skill. And I think that's not spoken about enough. I think obviously there's some people who I see who do like courses on confidence and da, 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 da. But confidence for some people, yes, it's a trait that they're built with and potentially, or that they're born with, sorry, and potentially something that, you know, their childhood helped bring out in them. Maybe their parents pushed them to be, you know, more uncomfortable and that built their confidence, la, 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 la. But I truthfully believe that confidence is a skill that you can develop even as an adult. So say, you know, you're 18, 19, 25, 30, 45, and you're listening to this and you just think, you know, I've never done anything uncomfortable. I've never been in a situation where I've really had to be uncomfortable and I've never had to really work on that skill. I truthfully believe that it's never too late to become a confident human being. And, you know, confidence doesn't mean you have to be this extroverted, loud, proud human being. You can be a quiet little just person who wants to just vibe in the corner but also still feel confident and still feel okay with taking up space in the gym and I love what you said Zoe about you know it is just a snowball effect it really is you know maybe you walk into the gym and you just want to hop on that treadmill and for a lot of gyms the the whole cardio section there's one gym in the Gold Coast which isn't like this and I think that's you know a bit of a red flag but that's fine Um, most gyms that I have been to and I've been to quite a few gyms all over the world their cardio section is looking towards the weight section or looking over or around it and so you can actually get a visual oh this thing's here this thing's here or that's there la 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 and so really just hop on the treadmill go for your five ten minute walk pop us in we'll be here girl chatting to you um all the whole way through and then you know start small like you don't have to jump into the barbell section with the big old grunty guys and gals you can literally (laughs) just jump on a dumbbell and a bench and just do a little dumbbell workout type it into pinterest type it into youtube then move to maybe machines then move to maybe barbells with that are pre-loaded and then maybe move to the barbells that you have to load yourself like really understanding this is almost like a tunnel track and you're at the very start of the tunnel and there is light at the end which is you becoming whatever version of that gym girl or whoever you want to be she's there and you just have to keep walking on that little tunnel track and on that little train track towards her and know that you're just overcoming all these little obstacles in order to be that confident person who's able to take up space in the entire gym but it starts with one little piece of the puzzle at a time um what has been your journey around confidence in the gym Zoe like I know that you were raised uh, as a gymnast and all of that but did you jump into the gym feeling like you own the space definitely not (laughs) Um, So I think I got into the gym when I was 16 um, and I'm really grateful that I signed up with a friend and it was both our first time going in. So that made it a bit easier. We could look silly together. You know how we always think we look silly moving around? Yeah, Yeah, we could do it together. So it was better. Um, But we we did what you said. We started on the treadmill. We looked around. We're looking at all the different machines, what other people were doing. And then we would use the fixed machines. So we weren't using free weights or dumbbells at the start. We were just using the machines. It literally shows you how to use it, shows you what muscles it's, you know, targeting. And we did those. Um, My favorite thing back then as well was to take a few dumbbells into the room and then just do my own little workout inside a room. Yeah, Um, like the little studio room. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, And that helped build my confidence at the beginning. Once I'd done that a bit more, knew those machines really well, used the dumbbells, you know, all different ways, then I started to build more confidence in the space. You know, I knew the receptionist at the front now. Um, I knew a few more people around. So I felt more comfortable to kind of explore. Now, your experience doesn't have to be like that, but that's just how mine was. I just started small and then grew from there. Um, and that's what helped with my confidence from the beginning. I think a big element of this is, you know, you go onto social media and even looking at someone like myself or yourself or the big influencers, you know, you got your Whitney Simmons and Chrissy Chellas and all of that. Mm. And you see them in the gym using these big old dumbbells or these big old barbells or these heavy fucking weights wearing their, you know, matching sports bra and shorts. And you think, wow, they, they look like that. They own the space. And you don't see the start of their journey because no one no one really films the start of their journey. And so yeah. I, I remember filming myself towards maybe after a year of gymming and I was still, you know, I wasn't still 100% comfortable. And I remember filming myself and going, you know, I still feel a bit stupid. I still feel like I'm, I'm lifting just the bar and I put like a, a 2.5 kilo plate on either side and I thought, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And so it's really understanding that just because you see someone on social media 
pushing around the weights doesn't mean you're necessarily going to go into the gym and be that person right off the bat but you will become that person or become the person who has that level of confidence over time and so it's appreciating that you know what you see on socials isn't the whole journey of somebody it's just the part they're at now it's just the part they're at towards you know after after all of the uncomfortability after all of the discomfort after all of the lack of confidence this is where they're at now and this is what they're posting but they didn't post when they're in the studio fucking nervous off their tits because they couldn't you know use xyz gym dumbbell or whatever so I think that that's a really big thing as well and I love that we are having a conversation about it because I think Mm. when I when I created the podcast I realized gym anxiety isn't spoken about enough and it's really come it's come into trend um recently which I think has been really really cool but chatting about people's journeys at the beginning of their gym girl journey and really bringing light to the whole idea of not feeling comfortable it's really fucking important so I love that you've shared that now we're gonna we're gonna finish off with I guess a conversation about motivation and it simply just says I just can't find it and I would love your take I feel like everybody has their own take on motivation you know motivation is this big concept that you, you should just feel ready and eager to go to the gym and I feel like every coach has their own take on motivation so I'd love to know yours yeah so um motivation is something that's always going to run out you need to have discipline over motivation I think that's the biggest thing. A lot of people think that they're always going to wake up feeling motivated for the gym and that's absolutely not the case. Um, I, With me, what helps with my motivation is change. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I need to be doing different things. I, you know, like I said, recently have started more HIIT training because the normal bodybuilding style wasn't really for me anymore. And that really helps my motivation. Like yesterday, I was so excited to get into the gym and do this HIIT circuit that I'd created. I, yeah, and that is probably the biggest thing for me. But like I said, motivation does really run out. So you have to use the motivation when you can to build the healthy habits to create that discipline to keep you pushing through. Mm. And once you're in there, you always feel good. There is never a shit workout. So I think just try and get yourself to the gym. Then you can do some stretching, do some treadmill, do some weights if you feel like it. But once you're there, then you can, you know, do whatever workout feels best for you that day. But just try and get yourself there when you're not really feeling it. Mm, That's such a huge part. Like if you're at work, put your fucking gym bag in the car. Don't you think you're going to go home? Cause sis, you're going to go home yep. and you are not going to be leaving that house. Like, let's just be honest. You're not <laughs> like, you're going to yeah. watch TV. You're going to be like, Oh, I'm feeling hungry. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I need to feed the cat. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, put your gym bag yep. in your damn car and drive your ass from work to the gym. Don't give yourself an excuse. I think I have, I tell my clients this, you know, you want to set yourself up to not fail. So what does that look like? That looks like putting your gym bag in the car. That looks like putting an extra snack because you might be hungry before the gym session. That means making sure you have your fucking pre-workout because if you know you're not going to have a good good gym session without your pre-workout and you're going to make an excuse or putting your fucking headphones in the bag because you know you're going to get to the gym and say, I don't have my headphones, then you're not going to go. So it's making sure Mm. you don't, you've got to set yourself up to not fail. Yes, you can set yourself up to succeed, but let's just be bare minimum sometimes get your ass to the gym. That is the bare minimum that you can do. You're already there. You're going to go through the workout. 
analogy an analogy that just popped into my mind as you were chatting about you know the mix of discipline and motivation was the idea of like a hybrid car and how we really are this hybrid car where you know you've got electricity and you have gas or fucking fuel and or diesel whatever and you know you've got the electricity which is the motivation it's that sparky one that comes like super cool but she runs out quite quickly you know like you have to Mm -hmm. go and try and find a charger for her on the side of the road not everywhere has her and then you've also got fuel or diesel or gas and she's pretty easy to get but she's a bit of a harder worker um you know she's a bit of a grinder she goes through all the different cogs and stuff and that's discipline discipline is that fuel is that diesel and you have to make sure when the electricity is gone when that motivation is gone you got to tap into that discipline you got to tap into that gritty mindset of i'm here for me let's fucking do the work and let's get it going because i think yeah. that that sparky energy that that motivation she's gonna just go sometimes and that's just that's her nature that's her nature she's she's a bit of a, a touchy gal who comes and goes whereas discipline grit she's got to stay and she's got to be the backbone of the entire vehicle that is a fucking yeah. fabulous analogy. I'm so proud of myself. I love that. Another thing I want to add to that is one thing I like to say to myself and my clients is choose your hard. Mm. Okay. Getting yourself to the gym can be seen as hard. Sitting at home, eating all these snacks and feeling like, oh, you know, I should have went to the gym instead. I told myself I was going to go. That's hard. Mm. Which hard are you going to choose? Yeah, 100%. Let's go for the hard that makes us feel really, really good afterwards. <laughs> mm, it's that long, long-term long versus short-term. You know, I think it's, mm. it is, it, it's easier to sit at home and to just be like, I'm just going to watch another episode of Netflix. Like, that's what I'm going to yeah. watch. But then what's the, the long-term repercussions of that versus, okay, bitch, get your ass to the gym, let's go. Like, the short-term is hard. But what's the long-term repercussions of that versus the TV versus – and look, don't get me wrong, I watched – God sent amount of Selling Sunset yesterday on Netflix. Jesus Christ, like it was too much. I don't need to know what's going on with <laughs> Chrishell and with what's her name. But yep. I still got my fine little bum to the gym. So you're allowed to have both. And if you really want my partner, he's a bit of a weirdo. He does his cardio and he'll just watch like endless amounts of Disney Plus whilst doing his cardio. So if you really need that. to get your ass to the gym, pop your little phone up and just watch Disney whilst you're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Killing two birds with one stone. Exactly. Convenience. (laughs) Well, I've loved this conversation. Before we wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave the listeners with that you feel you wanted to touch on a bit longer or you wanted to really drive home? Yeah. One thing I want to say is a lot of these questions were about like beginners in the gym and feeling comfortable with getting yourself to there and starting. Um, If you have the means to, get a PT, you know, Mm. even for like one session, like they can show you around the gym, they can help you with form, like, or you can stick with them for a good like nine week block and really build up your habits, build up your skills and then move on from there. Um, I think it helps so much. You know, I've seen how much I've benefited my clients' lives, especially in the beginning of their fitness journey, journey it's daunting. Um, having that person there that knows everything and is going to teach you all the right way to do things really helps with your confidence and accountability and discipline and motivation mm. at the beginning of your journey. So yeah. that's one thing I wanted to just leave it on. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Actually, when you were talking about you and your friend going to the gym, that actually popped into my mind and then it left quickly, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as it does with my brain is just like... But Same. when you were saying that, I thought, you know, you can just go halves on a on a PT session with your friend or, you know, yeah. I think about the world we live in right now and economics and da, 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 and people not being able to afford X, Y, Z. And I think, you know, where can you split it with a girlfriend and say, hey, sis, I want to do this gym session. Can you split it with me? Or where can you get, you know, even an app and just try and figure out the, the training on yeah. the app? Or where is it that your gym is hosting a free intro session? I know a lot of gyms do that where, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to get a little a little sales for the for the PT but where can you take advantage yeah. of that and 100 like, oh they're giving away a free session i don't mind if i do you don't have to buy into them all the time obviously you know if they're a good pt and you like them um yeah. but where are those little deals or little things you can do even if it's a one-off session or two-off session you're still gaining knowledge and something i love about learning and love about knowledge is nobody can take that away from you if mm-hmm. you go into a gym with a pt for you know one session two session eight weeks and they show you how to do those exercises 
you are now the consumer and the holder of that knowledge. So you can take that knowledge and you can utilize it in every other aspect of your life. Just because you work out with a PT doesn't mean you have to stay with them forever. You know, I know you're probably the same Zoe with my girls. I want them to be so knowledgeable about their health and their fitness that one day they can turn around and be like, fuck you, Angel. Like, bye, bitch. Like, see you later. And I'll be like, bye. Oh, my God. I love you. Love you. Yeah. yeah. And as much as it breaks my heart, it's so exciting to see that they are in control of their own fitness and they, they're so knowledgeable. So please mm. reach out, ask questions, hop on those calls or hop into the gym and get those, you know, one-off sessions. And let me also say PTs are chill human beings they are not scary because oh, yeah. when i was a beginner in the gym oh i was the girl who flaked out on her pt because i was like she's gonna judge me blah, blah, blah. no <laughs> pts are so nice they're literally paid so they can help you yeah that's our job <laughs> literally full stop they're paid because they love you and they want to help you and you know if you're a young girl maybe a female pt is what you're you know after or maybe you're wanting somebody just to like really grit you and get you doing maybe you want a male pt whoever it is get the person who aligns with you who makes you feel safe who makes you feel comfortable and understand that they really want to help you i think pts are one of those mm -hmm. industries where personal trainers aren't doing it because they are negative human beings they're doing it because they fucking love fitness and they love health so yeah. take advantage of that 110 percent mm, i love that i love that well this has been so exciting oh my gosh it's already been like 50 minutes and we've been chit-chatting and rambling oh my god <laughs> I, girl podcasting where does the time go yeah wow that was so fast it's cool yeah it literally feels like we didn't even speak but we did like we've spoken yep. about so many topics hopefully helped so many human beings if you guys have loved zoe please i've popped all of her links she also has a podcast with your bestie gal um what's your yes. is it angela did i make that up yes yes angela so we have flow with Angel and zoe you can listen to us i think you said you'll pop the link in the show notes yes because you guys are on spotify hey Yes, we are. We are getting back into podcasting ASAP. We've yes. had a little bit of a break, but these things happen in life, but we're getting back to it. Girl, you're just on a season break. You're like all my favorite Netflix yes. shows. You have a season break and that's so fine. I don't. I didn't yes. know about seasons. This is just a little off topic for those who want to continue listening to me chatting shit. <laughs> I didn't know that podcast has seasons. I just kept going and I thought, oh, you can take a break from this? What do you mean? Um, so sorry to those who are listening. I've never taken a break because I didn't realize <laughs> it was a thing, but a lot of other podcasters do seasons, which is so smart. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It is. It yeah. does make sense. Okay, well, I've been on a season break, but we're back. <laughs> yeah, this is you're gonna. She's going into season two, so guys, don't miss yes. that. Um, but seriously, please follow her content. It's just so enlightening and positive. Honestly, just a ray of sunshine. So would not recommend it higher. And it'll all be in the show notes. Also, if you guys have any other questions, or you want to maybe even get a second episode with Zoe, or you just want another listener question episode, I will pop a little like Q and A thing down below where Zoe's um, links are as well. Uh, if you have it specifically for Zoe, pop the name Zoe in there. Or if you just want it in general, don't worry. Um, and we can answer more questions at another period. All right. Well, we're going to love and leave you. Uh, thank you, Zoe, so much for coming on. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. I've literally loved this so much. So thank you. I appreciate me it. Too. And girls who are listening, <laughs> please go and do something for yourself. You know you fucking deserve it. I will see you mm -hmm. on our next episode. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.